Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. Welcome to yet another version of Bill Roden Sports here in Midtown Manhattan at as much of an undisclosed location you could have in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, here, a hot but beautiful summer day uh, with uh, my co-host and friend, the great Jamal Murphy. What's up, Bill? Good to see you. It's always good. A lot going on. A lot going on, man. And, and to fill you in on what's going on, we got a, uh, a great guest in Mark Spears, had Mark on for, but you know, Mark is the uh, senior basketball writer for the Undefeated and probably one of the most plugged in reporters uh, in the United States. I mean, it's probably between Mark Spears and Wojnowski. It's kind of like going neck and neck. So we'll be talking to Mark uh, about DeMarcus Cousins. He broke the DeMarcus Cousins story uh, for the Undefeated. So, um, yeah, we will. Well, he was the first one to talk to uh, DeMarcus Cousins. So we'll be talking about that and more when we come back. Bill Roden on sports. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible has over 180,000 book titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. For you, the listeners of Bill Roden on Sports Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. We highly recommend that you check out the classic $40 Million Slaves, The Rise, Fall, and Redemption of the Black Athlete by the one and only William C. Roden. There you go. An absolute must-read, particularly in these days and times. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on Sports. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash Bill Roden on Sports for your free audiobook. We'd like to welcome uh, the great Mark Spears to the show, uh, senior writer for The Undefeated, knows everybody and everything. Broke, uh, how bad his brother was. No sooner had word been thought of that uh, DeMarcus Cousins was, might be going to Golden State, Mark Spears not only talked to him but broke the story. So, you know, that's how we roll, and that's how Mark rolls. So, hey, Mark, welcome to the show again. Oh, man, always a pleasure to, to speak to a Hall of Famer. Congratulations. And even that, and even, that was thanks to, even that was thanks to Mark Spears. Oh, oh, that's, 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 that's thanks to your resume. Your resume got you there, not me, but uh, congratulations. Hey, thanks so much, man. National Association of Black Journalists Hall of Fame. Long overdue. I was shocked at you hadn't been already, but late is better than never. So uh, yeah. I certainly look forward to honoring you in Detroit at the convention. So hey, no, thank always you. a pleasure to talk to you guys. Hey, man. So tell us about DeMarcus Cousins. You broke the story for the undefeated that he was go, going to go to state. Everybody was stunned. I was stunned. Uh, tell us how that unfolded, Mark. A, just this, this is a good journalism lesson, but it's just also just stunning, man. Were you stunned by this? Yeah, I mean, the word actually originally leaked out, and, you know, I like giving reporters credit. Uh, Yahoo had it first. I was the first one to actually speak to him. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he certainly had some words that shocked some people because, you know, you're talking about a four-time NBA All-Star, uh, the 
greatest offensive big man in the in the game right now, a top ten player, mm-hmm. a guy that has twelve rebounds and five assists, uh, just an outstanding young star, and he had no offers on July first. Basically, what happened was I wrote that on July first, the first day of free agency. Cousins had no offers from the Pelicans or anybody else and that he was told by the Pelicans that they weren't interested in him. Mm. The Pelicans folks wanted to uh, twist everything, try to, I guess, and they were worried about backlash and say, well, we did make him an offer. We, we offered him in, in, in a couple months earlier. That wasn't what my story was about. My right. story was about the first day of free agency, but they had, you know, all these people in New Orleans, media in New Orleans, uh, taking shots at me and this, that, and the third when you got to read what the story said. And the story was about July 1st. So Cousins was basically saying on July 1st he had no offers regardless to what, you know, the, we're not just talking about the Pelicans. We're talking about 30 NBA teams. Yeah, yeah. yeah forget. He had no offers. Yeah. Why, why was that? He, well, I mean, I, I think the main thing, and he, he – acknowledged he was prepared for it was that he had that Achilles tendon tear and, and he knew that that was going to be an issue and that was a season ending injury and the Pelicans actually won 9 of 10 games uh, before that injury um, so they were rolling they, they looked great him and Boogie and Rondo and Drew Holiday looked great together um, and then he got hurt uh, so, you know, Kobe came back from that late in his career. Dominic Wilkins came back. More recently, you've seen Wes Matthews and Rudy Gay come, come back. So I guess there are people that were afraid of giving him the max uh, or giving him a big contract because of the Achilles. He has told me, and he told me this the other day, that he expects to be ready for camp mm-hmm. and that he's fine and that it wasn't, in his words, B.S that he put that out there that he'd be ready for camp two months ago to me. Um, but he, I think that was the main thing that scared teams off as far as offering a major contract, major money. Now, some may say, oh, well, you know, he's had attitude issues in the past or, you know, he gets a lot of technicals, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't buy into that. He had no problems in New Orleans. This man's never been arrested. Um, right. The Sacramento situation was such where they just it was it was you you had a different coach every six months, uh, different ownership, different general managers. He he certainly has some things to be to blame for for what happened in Sacramento, but it was just a I think a bad environment. And but if you look at Cousins in a winning environment, he's awesome. I mean, he won with USA Basketball. No issues. He won with the Pelicans last season, and he had no issues with them. So to put him in a a, a winning situation with Golden State, once he's uh, all the way healthy and they want re- are ready for him to play, I, I think you'll see the best of him. When, when do you see him playing? Actually, I know, like you said, he said he, he thinks he'll be ready for camp. That seems optimistic. Um, and it also seems from the other side, Golden State is the perfect situation for him because they don't have to rush him. Um, you yeah. know, he, they could they could hold him out until March 
theoretically. When, when yeah. do you actually yeah. think he comes back? Well, you know, he, he's super competitive. I know there's a chip on his shoulder about how things happen. So I think in his mind, he'd probably like to rush right. and, and, and be ready for training camp. But like you said, I mean, the Warriors don't need to rush him. They got Kevin Looney coming back. They have a really good young center named Damon Jones who will be watching summer league. He'll, he'll, he's an integral part of their summer league team. Um, you have uh, Bell coming back. So they got guys that they're comfortable with playing in that position until he gets back. So I, I would probably think December, January, you'll probably see him back. And then also they don't have to give him heavy minutes either. Right. Um, but I think the optimal thing is, you know, have him 110% by the playoffs. And the way the Warriors are, you know, they um, they would prefer – they always have all erred on the side of caution with injuries, you know, whether it's been Stephen Curry or someone else. So I, I think that instead of wanting them back 100%, the Warriors will want them back 110%. And so, yeah, I, I think they'll probably con- love his enthusiasm about trying to get ready but we'll, we'll certainly err on the caution of him coming back. Hey, 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 Mark, I mean, I have so many questions about this. And, again, you know, how, how long have you – I mean, where did you know – clearly you guys have a good relationship. When, when did you get to know him well? Because clearly what you're articulating well, you is know, a different I'm, view of him than most people have. Yeah, I mean, he's um, – I, 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 uh, I met him when he was with the Kings. You know, I, I, right, right, right. I work in Oakland, and, and so – Obviously, the Warriors in my backyard, but Sacramento is an hour and a half drive away. So, I, the games I go to the most are Warriors games, and second is Kings games. Mm. You know, and so I, I connect with a lot of other teams through those two teams, and so it was inevitable, you know, getting out to Sacramento a lot, that he was just a big story. He was like the only story there was because he's a great player, and there was know often a lot of things going on and one thing about boogie and this is kind of like how people i grew up with you know he what are the what are the young folks say he keeps it 100 like, right right boogie keeps, boogie, boogie keeps it 100 and he you could be honest to a fault with him and he he appreciates that he doesn't like any uh you know he'd rather you tell him how it is and tell him how he, he you think he wants to hear so, you know, we just got a mutual respect for each other. And then our, our, our uh, working relationship didn't come overnight. It, it took some time for him to feel comfortable talking to me and knowing that I would be fair with presenting what was going on with him. But I, I, I'll say this, perhaps the way I connected with him was going to, uh, he has a thing called Santa Claus, hmm. right? which people in Sacramento definitely know about. Now, if you ask Kings fans about him, despite the losing and some of the issues that happened there, they speak about him with reverence. There's hardly – there's not too many people in sports that have done what he's done off the, off the playing court, off the playing field. Um, every year, and he did this this past season in New Orleans in his hometown of Mobile, Alabama, he gives – 200 kids, underprivileged kids, 
uh, Christmas shopping spree. Mm. And he shows up, and he talks to each kid individually. Mm. Um, when he was in Sacramento, he was known for a lot of his generosity in tough times in the city. There was a football player, a high school football star who was murdered. He paid for the funeral. There was a family who... Um, there was a family who the father had a van, crashed his van, so then he had to uh, drive with a motorcycle. He died in a motorcycle crash. Cousins went and bought the family a brand-new van mm -hmm. after the, the father of the family passed. Mm -hmm. um, Stephen Clark, the recent thing in Sacramento, right. Cousins offered to pay for the funeral. I mean, like, there's a lot of stories about that in Sacramento. He just like a given person there's a lot of stories that i don't know of things that he's done that's just him that's his heart um right. you, you see, so you go ahead mark i'm sorry so there's a lot of um there's a side of him that a lot of people don't know because he's just you know you're, you're talking about a 611 300 plus black man <laughs> who is tough and so people are scared of this guy, a lot of people, and, and you know, and uh, he, he has a big bark, but he's really, a, a, he, people that have got to know him saw him a big teddy bear and a nice guy. So, like I said, I, I, I can't dispute that in Sacramento there were some things that happened, and a lot of it perhaps might have been with immaturity or being younger or whatever, but he's grown a lot. I think the, train, the trade to the Pelicans uh, from Sacramento really made him grow up a lot faster about the business, and it certainly humbles you in a tremendous way. And you have to be very, very humbled to call a team and say, hey, I know I made $18 million last year. I know I was projected to make perhaps $30 million a season before my injury. But I'll come sign with you for five point three million. You know, so that that you know that is uh, certainly a tough thing and a tough uh, humble pill to swallow. How does you know we spent a lot of time talking about cousins and I had a couple of things I want to ask you about him. But um, uh, how did the Lakers moves? I mean, we haven't said anything about the Lakers moves with LeBron going to uh, L.A. And I was wondering if you know, everybody's starting to, like, gear, you know, gear up for Bear. And clearly, you know, it looked like, I mean, maybe Cousins, them signing Cousins was just simply because he was available. But it seems that people are making moves now. You know, here you got LeBron uh, coming. You talk about some crazy people around him. You got Lance Stevenson. You got Rondo, Rondo right? Yeah. Rondo. So, you know, what, what do you think about LeBron going to L.A.? How was Golden State related to, do you think, LeBron? I thought the LeBron move was outstandingly interesting. I wasn't totally shocked. All the tea leaves were there. Right. I just it wasn't going to believe it until it was announced. Um, you know, I heard that his son was registered to go to high school there. I heard that his agent was moving his operations there. I heard that LeBron was hiring an assistant to um, handle his business there beforehand. Like, you hear all these different things. You hear that he has two homes. But until he actually says he's going, it's like you can't totally believe it. And so 
I thought it was brilliant by LeBron and his camp to do it via press release uh, through uh, Rich Paul's agency. Brilliant move, real simple, to the point. He's going to L.A., this is what he's making. (laughs) You know, and and LeBron's probably not going to talk until late September um, when he has a a press conference uh, during training camp. Now, he's opening up a, a school in his hometown of Akron in late July. So perhaps he, he'll probably say something there, but the the big Lakers introduction probably won't happen until media day uh, for the Lakers. So um, the the team certainly, and, and Mr. Roden will laugh at this, uh, kind of reminds me to fish to say Pittsburgh's team, you know, to be um, where you had uh, – for the millennials, it's a, you remember that movie, movie, Mr. Rhodes? Uh, are you talking about the fish that? Uh, the fish to uh, save Pittsburgh. The fish to save Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. So, wow. Doctor J. Doctor J. Doctor yeah. J. was a star, but the team had a bunch of like eccentric cats. You know <laughs> what I mean? And they, they ended up winning a championship at the movie, but like all of them were Pisces, and they all had right. the same sign. You know, right. so. Um, the Lakers have the best player in the world. Uh, they've added a lot of uh, talent, but eccentric talent around them. With Lance Stevenson, who once blew in his ear, LeBron's <laughs> ear, with oh, yeah. JaVale McGee, with, with Rondo, who is a champion, and as is McGee, but Rondo was a point guard that used to play with Garnett and Ray Allen and Pierce. So he certainly won't be scared of you know, talking to LeBron when telling him when things are wrong. And I'm sure LeBron is part of the attraction of playing with Rondo. What a great season with the Pelicans. Huge, huge loss for the Pelicans to lose them. Um, so I, with their young guys, assuming they don't get Kawhi Leonard, the team stays intact. Very, I, I, It'd be interesting to see the chemistry. Uh, they'll certainly be a tough team. Um but there's it's going to be a lot of tough work for Luke Walton to get all those personalities mm. on the right page. But uh, I talked to Kyle Kuzma a little bit. He was excited, and he thinks they have a, a really good mix of youth and veteran players to go along with the with the with the King. Do you do you think do you think there are more moves ahead? You know, before the season starts for the Lakers, as you mentioned, the t- um, I, I think. I think Ka- Kawhi is really the only one, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, the Spurs are in a tough spot because you, you probably – everybody knows the, the drama. Right. So you don't have to offer them the world. I think their, their best leverage is that there are multiple teams interested, but you know that he'd love to play for the Lakers. So – the, the thing that's got to be tough to figure out for the Lakers is, okay, you could say, you know what, we'll wait till he becomes a free agent and just get him then. But that was the same thing they were hoping with with Paul George. Like I right. wrote a column in March of last year that the Lakers should trade that number two pick for Paul George. And I really, truly believe still that if had they done that, that Paul would be there resigning instead of, resigning in Oklahoma City and, and you know, you gotta give the Thunder and Sam Presti, the GM, some credit because they when you're a small market team you have to roll the dice. 
you're not going to get free agents easily, but they brought him into, you know, a winning environment with the MVP at the time. And, you know, while Paul might be from the L.A. area, he's not from L.A. He's in from Palmdale, which is, you know, a smaller town kind of like Oklahoma City, mm. you know. Uh, and he found some good fishing in Oklahoma City. Like, right. So they, they the Thunder got him to fall in love with it, and he re-signed. And so the, the Lakers gambled, and they lost. And the thing is, you know, you could gamble and hope that Kawhi is an unrestricted free agent and walk there. But, you know, Clippers might have a shot, too, and you just never know how things change. So, you know, you got to give up something to get something, and also the Lakers have some leverage. Leverage is in 100%. Who would you give away? I mean, I, I think of all the names mentioned this whole thing, including George, that Kawhi would be perfect to work alongside uh, uh, LeBron. But who would you, who would you give up to get Kawhi? Let's, let's say, I mean, I think you're absolutely right. You got to be pretty aggressive here because no telling what happens in right, a year. Right. You need to get Kawhi there now. But who would you give up? Well, it, it's hard to say because of the leverage they have, you know what I mean? Like, again, like I said, he could, um, it's, it's, it's kind of, it's fluid and it's confusing because if, if there was no somewhat leverage, I would say if I'm the Spurs, I'd be like, I I want Ingram and I want (laughs) Kuzma and I want a first, right. You know, and then maybe you force them to take Luau Deng's deal back, you know, which could clear up a lot of money too. Um, but it's it's just hard to say because Philly's interested and may be willing to give you a package. Boston's interested and may be willing to give you a package. Clippers are interested. Like yeah, you you you're you're playing with fire a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could wait, but you just learn from the Paul George situation that waiting could be to your detriment. So. So I right. give him. So I give Lakers, him Kuzma. Lakers are really in a precarious situation. Yeah, but in a position of power, but that power could could be, you know, fool's gold. But you know, Mark, I said, you know what? F it. You know, <laughs> take Kuzman. Who's the other guy? Kuzma. Take, but, take the other, and please take Ball. <laughs> no, well, well, here's the thing. I think you have, you know, like you said, they're 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 taking a risk if they don't go get him now. Um, and also, the young guys that the Lakers have, if you have Kawhi and if you bring along Kawhi, you have LeBron, there's, not a, there's only one ball out there. So even if you keep all the young guys, they're not going to get the playing time that they probably probably and need. Yeah, they become expendable. Uh, and it's better than what he just left in Cleveland. I mean, if you could take those guys, yeah. if you could take those guys to the finals, no matter who you got in L.A., if you got yeah, if you But got you're in Kawhi, the West. You're in the West. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah true. but that's the thing. That's it's, true. it's a better team in the Western Conference. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you that's know, true. Uh, a, a step ahead of that Cleveland team in the West ain't going to, Right, know, right. Because, uh, look, that's true. Houston is still coming. Right, right. And they're going to they're gonna be great. They, they're a title contender. So In the, reg- in the regular season. Better. In the regular <laughs> season. They're going to well, be great. Yeah, well, they, they, they almost, they almost, they, they should have probably beat Golden State. We ain't playing horseshoes. We're not playing horseshoes. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. They, but they, they took the Warriors. What I mean is, despite what the Vegas odds say, the way the the Lakers look now, I'm not putting them ahead of Houston. 
you know? Right, right, uh, right, right. Utah's right. still going to be really good. In right. fact, they'll be better. Um, so uh, I think that Oklahoma City will be better. I wouldn't be surprised if Melo comes off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, they got an interesting addition in Nerlens Noel. Yeah, oh, yeah. Dallas, don't sleep on Dallas. Get DeAndre Jordan and, and uh, the star rookie kid they got from Europe. With right. Dennis Smith, I mean, uh, you know, yeah. so the, the East didn't get just because <laughs> LeBron showed up. The East one like the West got weaker; it got stronger. You know, you know, two 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 things. Marco. And then we, had, you know, and then obviously the Warriors got boogie. So right, I know. I, mean, I, I I I actually think that because you got LeBron James with a a four year window. That you you gotta like go for the Kawhi move. You gotta make mm. the Kawhi move and and I go agree. for a championship now. I you agree. know because that window opens and closes in four years, and then and you're you know he's four years older too. That's another. So thing. I I think I think you gotta go for it, and perhaps five six years from now there's some regret. Right. But I I, I think. Might sound crazy to Lakers fans, but if I got to give up Ingram and Kuzma to get um, to Kawhi. get uh, Kawhi, I do it. I, I agree. In, or I Ingram and Ingram and Hart in a pick or, or something like that. Who, whoever, right? <laughs> whoever. But let, let me ask you this, Mark. I saw you on draft day or draft night. Um, who are the big winners out of draft night? And and then um, I, I, I didn't want to think forget this thought. You know, you're talking about. You know, I said. You're right, foolishly. That oh, look at what he did in Cleveland. But you're right; they couldn't. They would have been the worst team in the West in, in Cleveland. So I'm thinking, clearly, when LeBron goes west, it had to be for family business. Because you got to be nuts, man, to go out there. I mean, if it's for any, it has to be business, right. family. Because as hard as he had to work, so brother, you come out here out the West, man, in terms of your workspace. It's like like you just mentioned five teams, you know, Golden State, right. Oklahoma so, City, Houston. You know, you got to be yeah. nuts, man. But so it had to be clearly for other stuff. But maybe if you had a comment about that, but also just about draft night, who, who won? Who won draft night? Um, couple teams. Uh, you know, I I, I think that I, you know, kudos to to Phoenix tonight. Just, just being simple and and getting a guy that was the best player on the board, you know, mm-hmm. getting eight and bringing him in, uh, and he played at Arizona, so I think there's also something to be said to have a guy that you could sell, right? That although that's Arizona State territory, he actually played some high school ball in Phoenix, and he played uh, for the University of Arizona, so the whole state will be behind him, you know. Uh, so I. I think that was a great pick. I've seen Marvin Bagley play twice already in summer league. He he's going to be something special. Hmm. He's going to be something special. He had a tough second preseason game, but um, he had an introductory dunk in front of a sold out crowd in Sacramento. That uh, he he's going to be great. Yeah, I saw um, that. You know, I think uh, kudos to the Nuggets for taking a chance with Michael Porter. Uh, it's worth the gamble there. I know. Porter, to me, before he was hurt, was the best player in the draft. Mm. So if you get Michael Porter at 14, even if it might take two or three years to get completely healthy, if he's back 
to what he could be. He's an all-star, so I think the Nuggets uh, made a great, great move there. A little curious that the Clippers, you know, passed on him twice, but, you know, he certainly has the red flag over the injury concerns. But I, I like what the what the Nuggets did as well. Um, so, but Jaron Jackson already looks like a great pick for Memphis. And um, I, I think this is a really solid rookie class. And did, did you like Wendell Carter? On, there's a kid that uh, Wendell Carter will be, you know, yeah, Wendell Carter, Muhammad Bamba, you know, Trey Young, um, who's going to, you know, he's had some early struggles in summer league, but he'll be okay. Okay. Really, really great class. I think Miles Bridges will be good in Charlotte. Um, I think this, uh, you know, the kid Walker, Lonnie Walker, going to Spurs or the Spurs. They got a steal in him at like eighteen. I think they picked him. Yeah, good pick. A lot of talent in this draft, and um, the Knicks. I think that. Uh, uh, oh. The Knicks. Who did the Knicks? Knox. Knox. Yeah. That's a good pick. Well, yeah, Knox. Knox is a, don't, is a don't very versatile player. Yeah. Well, but you know the Knicks. You man. know, and I I talked to Scott Scott Perry a lot about him. Mm-hmm. They're they're really high on him. So, um, there's just a lot of talent there, and uh, so, but I I think um, another guy to keep an eye on who's kind of a redshirt rookie like Ben Simmons is Harry Giles. Mm. Kind of reminds me of Horace Grant. Mm. Two years ago, he was the number one player in the country uh, over some really good players like Jason Tatum and Josh Jackson, and he had some major knee injuries. Kings redshirted him, mm-hmm. and now he's uh, coming back to be uh, – he, he looks really good in summer league so far, so keep an eye on him too. Yeah, I had a question one of the qu- before before we let you go, um, go, going back to Boogie Cousins now. Now that he's signed with Golden State, is is the season over? Is is it is it a wrap for next year? Is Golden State, is it just Golden State next year and that's it? No, you still got to play the games. You know, I, I always believe that. I mean, it, it certainly looks that way. The odds will be that way, but you you know you still got to play the games. You never know who gets hurt. I can't. You know, there, there's been a. I remember when the Lakers got. Gary Payton and right. and and, and uh, Carl. Carl Malone with Shaq and <laughs> and uh, Kobe, like we thought it was over, and they got barely got to the finals and 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 struggled. Did, did they like lose lose uh, like they lost in five games there? Right. right. So he just it, yeah. I, I, are they the favorites? Yeah, yeah. But I'm not gonna degrade Houston or, or Boston who's going to be amazing or LeBron with the Lakers I'm you got to play the games and but you know you're certainly going to come with it to beat that uh, team with uh, an all-star starting five especially yeah. yeah. if Cousins is, is Cousins yeah well Cousins is Cousins is one way. <laughs> that's another that's another segment I you know um I the thing I, I you know I think Cousins is is an interesting lesson to a lot of young players. It's because the reality is that all the good work you do and all that, the majority of people, they only see you, they only see what they see. And they only see you on TV. They see you throwing off your headband and storming off the court. And stuff. They don't see you doing the good things in the community. They don't see, all they see is what they see. You know, and sometimes that leaves an impression on people that it may take you half your career to show people that, hey, I matured, or I was frustrated, or these are all the different situations that made me go off. 
right. all people see you is going off right. and, and all that. And so I think with Cousins, it's the same thing. I mean, teams stayed away from him for a lot of different reasons, like you said, the Achilles, but I think, you know, maybe he's perceived as a headache. Right. And, and, you know, people talk, people, you know, people, sometimes people just tend to delve into the negative, and particularly with those young black men. Right. The, you know, black male misunderstood. Yeah, misunderstood. <laughs> you know, all they see is what they see. So I'm pulling for the brother. And, and he's, in a, he's in a situation in a locker room that you would think the, the, the strength of the locker room is larger than you know, than in, in, in the individual. And to me, that's, it's one of the reasons I think this on his part is, is a genius move. I mean, you go to Golden State, you don't have to rush uh, to get healthy again. And you join a winning team, which is most likely going to win the, the championship, and then you come away with a – you know, you look different. You look like a winner now. Right. You, you've been on a winning team. You, got, you know, you, may, you help make it happen. So he could, he could maybe change a lot of things this year. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Mark, Mark, Mark yes, whatever, whatever happens, Mark Spears will tell us <laughs> right. before anybody else knows. So that's the great well, Mark Spears. So. No, 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 man, you've done it. You know, you've done it throughout your career. So, you know, the proof of the pie is in the pudding. Uh, listen, I guess it's been the great Mark Spears, uh, senior uh, basketball writer and more uh, for the undefeated. Mark, you're the best, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks a lot. I'll talk to you all soon. All right, take care now. Wow, that was a great conversation with Spears. But we have yet another, another. Uh, the ensemble has grown by one more, Jamal, right? Bring him in. Yeah, we got uh, Darrell Johnson here from the New York Beacon and Harlem Times uh, to continue this discussion about the NBA free agency, LeBron, Boogie Cousins, and all that. What's up, man? How you guys doing uh, outside uh, sweating like Draymond Green <laughs> in an NBA or, game? Or but, Patrick Ewing? Yeah, or Patrick, Patrick Ewing <laughs> at the free throw line. But yeah, it's it's blazing outside. But uh, glad to be back on with you guys. Good, yeah, good, you know, good. We're sad to you know, sad to let you back in, man. Yeah, <laughs> you, bring, yeah. you bring a lot to the party. So yeah, look, look, you know, from your perspective, we just we just talked to uh, Mark Spears. He was you know very enlightening about uh, the cousin situation and and LeBron situation. What's what's your take on on all that's happened? LeBron signs with L.A. and then uh, Golden State, you know, hits everybody with the with the haymaker and signs Boogie. Well, first, the LeBron signing tells me that it was a family decision. Uh, his son had already announced that he was going to be playing high school basketball in Los Angeles. Uh, so for not only for him to sign in L.A., but for him to sign on the first day of free agency tells me that LeBron had already made his decision 3.0 that he wanted to be in LA his family wanted to be in LA and winning a fourth championship while still important to him at the age of 33 about to go into year 16 winning that fourth championship is not the most important thing in his life right now that's what you said Bill yeah well I think he made that decision uh, at the very end of Game One of the Finals, <laughs> when J.R. Smith he said he, he thought he said you know what I'm not staying here with these clowns <laughs> I said, you know it's, you know how things just crystallize. I mean I'm sure he probably made up his he I think you're right there I think he'd made up his mind a long time ago you know I mean you know that he's paid his dues he gave Cleveland what he wanted um, but I think that that just cemented it like. You know, after that game one, I mean, even though, I think you're right. Even if he, they won the finals, I think that 
he, I mean, I've done what I was supposed to do, you know. Right. Uh, but let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. I mean, what I want to know is about uh, uh, the Knicks. How does, I mean, we're going to talk about all the excitement out west, the excitement in L.A., the excitement in uh, uh, Golden State, the excitement in Houston, but there ain't no excitement in New York. I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you, you're around the Knicks a lot. You, uh, you know, we we got we got Jared, Jared Hector. We're yeah. trying to get him. We'll try to get him set up here in a second. We'll get him set up. We'll get him set up here in a second. Just when his show you, is you know, over. he's been. Yeah. <laughs> he's been. You know, Jared Hector uh, from BT dot com. Black Sports Online. Black, Black Sports yeah. Online. This was Seven, Seven Footers, Footers podcast. All that good yeah, stuff. But all that, but brother, we, you know. Yeah, that's what it's, I gotta take. It's my fault too. Oh yeah, you know, oh, yeah, it's, oh, I'll your take, fault. Yeah, it's my fault. Oh, what you told him a different time. No, no, no. What, uh, stop the subway. No, I, I couldn't. I couldn't be two places at once. Run down and get him and come up. Oh, you mean? Know, oh, know, go know. down. Where's Larry? Where's uh, Aaron? I don't know. I'm looking for. Aaron's not here right now. But yeah. It's all good. I, can you guys even hear me? No. Nah. Aaron went down to get me. Oh, so. okay. Oh, and Aaron's oh. got to go. So, but but you're in the middle of talking about the Knicks. Barclays Center. The many Knicks fans that were at the draft at Barclays Center booed because they wanted the Knicks to sign Michael Porter, who. You eliminate injuries, maybe a more talented player, but he's had a history of injuries. You know, right. um, and who knows if that continues. Right. There are questions about whether he's gonna play this season. Right. You know yeah. I mean well well Denver, you know, like 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 Mark Spears was talking about, Denver uh they took a chance on him and it makes sense for Denver because right. they have they have a good team already, they have a bunch of young good players already, they barely missed the playoffs already, so that was a good uh, thing for them. For, for me, the Knicks. You know, I, I'm I'm excited about the Knicks. But I you're always excited. No, I'm not. I'm not always excited. <laughs> 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 but uh, but in terms of because because of who they have now, like Scott Scott Perry making decisions. Right, 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 right. Uh, you know, I watched Knox at Kentucky. I saw him even in in high school. Um, even though he was a top ten high school guy, he played well at Kentucky. Um, you know, big guy is going to grow. Uh, you know, I like his attitude. So I think they have a good shot there. So I think the Knicks, you know, for you know, not that they're going to be a playoff contender or anything, but in terms of like actually trying to build something, I think they're moving in a decent direction. Just don't, just don't expect too much, you know, too oh, soon. See that? What? See that? You And that's a problem Knicks fans have. Yeah, I always say that. I mean, uh, always, but don't expect too much. Well, it's been like <laughs> forty fucking years. I mean, what do you mean expect too much? Like, like when? You know? No, but I mean, if it, to your point, it's good that they did not draft. Now what you talking about? They did draft Porter because we talked about the draft night. Right. Had they drafted Porter, he would have tripped us instead and hurt his right. back that moment. You're right. That's, that moment. That's the Knicks' luck. You're right. right. That moment, he would have been hurt. Or the next day, it was a freak accident. Right. He twirled his back, you know, shaking hands with – I mean, so, no, I think what they did was fine. But, you know, New York, I don't know if they have to take the franchise away from Dolan or something. Well, he's, they're saying he, he might sell. He's looking to sell now. Well, he's, That's the big news. Oh, okay. He, 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 came out, he came out and said he's not selling. Yeah. Oh, he did? Yeah. What happened? What, yeah. what, what, what was the headline he I saw sell. a couple of days ago? What happened? Man. What? Yeah. Oh, he had he me all excited? The there's no reason. There's no yourself. reason. Bill, Bill wrote, uh, excuse me, uh, He's a billionaire already. Right. The Knicks isn't even the crown jewel right. of what he owns. Right. There's there would be no point in James Dolan selling the Knicks. Right. He actually enjoys as bad as the Knicks are. He enjoys being he's, there. He's actually at the games a lot. Right. Well, because he didn't. I mean, that, and that's the 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 um, tragedy for fans of the Knicks is that they make so much money. 
he realizes that he doesn't have to yeah. do anything. It's like a Broadway fact, show. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't have to. The New York Knicks fan, and they, and it's got to the point where winning for the Knicks fans is this lamenting mm-hmm. and wringing their hands and talking about how awful it is. He doesn't have to do one thing. In fact, it probably would be worse if they actually did win a championship. Because now all of a sudden <laughs> you got headaches. You got to pay this guy, and you got to pay that true, guy, and you got to pay the secretary. I mean, everybody thinks that they're involved with the team's success. Right. So he could just let it go like that. In other words, the team, I used to, when some of my colleagues write about, it's true. The Knicks will not win anything major until James Dolan, for whatever reason, is no longer running the team, either by, you know, whatever. Right. Until that, until he no longer is involved at all, mm-hmm. the Knicks will not win anything. And so let me get, let me get, let me get Gerard in. Um, Obviously, the big news, uh, Boogie Cousins, LeBron to L.A. Give me your thoughts on what's going on so far in free agency. Uh, Misha, can you guys hear me? Yeah, well, come All on, right, don't cool. say that. Don't let everybody know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <be> Bush League. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, I, I, it's something that I've talked about and I, I, I've said a few times. The Warriors aren't doing anything that they're not allowed to do. The Boogie signing, there were 29 other teams that could have signed him. They chose not to. And, look, there are legitimate reasons to choose not to. Coming off the Achilles, we know Boogie's not exactly the most galvanizing force in a locker room. Look, there are a lot of issues to not sign him. But the Warriors figure, hey, why not? Because we're going to win the title most likely anyway. And if we take him off the map, 29 other teams can't have him. So they haven't hurt themselves. And by in the process, they've hurt other teams. And now right. what's going to happen is – you're going to have a bunch of other teams overreacting to the Boogie signing and do whatever they can. Oh, we got to scramble to catch the Warriors now because they got Boogie. Okay, do that. <laughs> Good luck. And get yourself caught in the, in the contracts you don't like that tie up your cap, get you into luxury tax. And, and speaking of luxury tax, we're talking about OPC. Do you, do you think it's going to work? Do you think the Golden right. State Boogie thing will work? Right. I do because Draymond and KD are really close with Boogie. And Boogie also knows this is a contract year for him, right? If the Warriors – if it comes out that he was a real problem in the locker room, they couldn't have him, no one's touching that dude with a 10-foot pole next summer. So he's going to be on his best behavior. He'll probably play, you know, 10, 12 playoff games. He'll have a game where, oh, this is why they got him. He does something crazy. And he'll get some other GM super excited about him. And then next year, he'll probably sign for close to a max, is what I think will most likely happen. Mm-hmm. Again, keeping in mind, he's coming off an Achilles, which, you know, and everyone says, oh, look at Elton Brand, look at whatever. It still is different with him because, A, medicine's advanced, and he's a different kind of player. Yes, yeah, 6'11", 280, close to 300, but... But he's not, he's not an above-the-rim right, guy. Right, exactly. He's more of a skill exactly. guy, strength guy. Exactly. So he should, he should be fine. He's t- he told, you know, as, as uh, Mark Spears was saying earlier in the show, uh, you know, he's telling people he wants to get back for training camp, which I sounds mean, crazy. Right. He ain't doing that. But, but <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean they're going to have him, I think, because I was thinking, you know... If they just get him from March, April, they're good. They're good, man. Um, but I was, you know, he's pro- from what I'm hearing, he's gonna probably be, he's probably gonna start playing January, February. And this also is the nice sort of injection that Kerr needed to keep this team motivated for this season because now it's gonna be, hey, Draymond and KD, this is your problem. You have to babysit him. So make sure he comes to practice on time. I think, what he, he's I, do. I, I think he ruins that team. Really? Yeah. I mean. Because it's only 5.3 mil, so if, if he is a problem, they could be like, they they, they not, you're not playing. But, so, but I'm telling you, man, they have not seen I, – I know Mark loves him. Mm-hmm. You know, Mark Spears really spoke really highly of him. But to me, you know, and again, I, I don't know him like Mark knows him and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. But all it takes 
is a headache. And even if you get rid of him, you know, it could just take such a bad, you know. And meanwhile, you've got LeBron coming in. And you're right, you know, LeBron, you're older and all, you know, that kind of stuff. But the guy has won. Mm-hmm. You know, he's won. And he he would probably and again they I gotta I, get Kawhi though. No, no, I I think I think I think and I think that Mark was correct or you one of you guys said it. Both. But you gotta get him. Yeah, I Kawhi, think you LeBron gotta get him. Yeah. and Kawhi is lethal. Listen, if they could have and they can't now, it's Are over. Yeah. If they could have gotten Paul George too, imagine what that two, three, four would have been: Paul George, Kawhi, Amen. and LeBron. If, if, if was a, fifth, I know it would be, we'd man. all yeah. Now, what do you think, man? They're sitting over there in the corner, yeah, yeah, what's man. What's going on, man? Rock just comes, you just like you know, like goes into the fork. I mean, you quiet, you quiet when it comes to Lakers. Huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, no, man. I, when it when it when it comes to the Demarcus Cousins deal, number one, why would Demarcus want to make that move? To win a championship, right. but but the five point three million doesn't. He's going to get it sense. back. He's going to get it back no, next year, no. and nobody else is knocking you, you on do his not, door. Yeah, like, and he wasn't getting. It, wasn't, it, wasn't, getting it wasn't like it wasn't like he turned down five offers right. to turn first, to take five four. First, Bleacher Report reported that he was offered. Yeah, after right two years for forty million by New Orleans at the end of the season. He's right. thinking. So he's he, thinking. I can, he, he rolled the dice. He's right. thinking. Oh, let me see what else I get once everybody else can offer. It was. A day to half into free agency, you know, you're you're agreeing in principle now. You don't sign contracts. Are you mad until at this man for wanting to be a winner? You don't. You don't. Well, <laughs> is that what you? Is, is I'm, anybody, trying, I'm trying to get the argument. Hold on. Is what, what anybody are, going you, to there, call? What are you arguing? Tell us what you're arguing. What are you contending? Financially, it's a bad decision. But if he has, he has a lot of money saved, what do you, you don't know? I don't, I don't, there's well, a lot of players that, that, that are poor. You don't poor. know that. I know, we don't yeah. know, I'm, I'm saying maybe. We don't know that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> if, I, if I had to bet my you're money like me, on who might. Paycheck to paycheck. It's just big paycheck. Big paycheck to big paycheck. I hear you. And if I had to bet my money on players that would be broke. Oh, come on, man. Oh, damn. Call Mark back. Mark, this guy is about to get the He's a, he's a, image he's a black male under, misunderstood, man. But, but the, argue the competition, because I know you and I have talked on Twitter about this. That's your issue, is the competition. Well, well, that's one of my issues. If if you're oh, DeMarcus what? Cousins' agent. How right. could I be so misunderstood? <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll take us back to the classic right yeah, now. He's been misunderstood for a long time. Right, right. Uh, yes, he well, has. Go, go ahead, man. But, but if, you're, if you're the agent for DeMarcus Cousins. Right. Mm. You don't want him signing a five point three million. Why not? He Why can, he can be? Uh, the whole point is he look. Listen, because he can, the, the deal he, from New Orleans was off the table. Right. Not only that, but it, to me, it's it's a genius move, even for the agent. Now, you, everything there's always risk involved, right? He could get hurt again. Right. He never could get that money again. But if but let's say ninety percent, what it happens ninety percent of the time happens, right? He gets to go to Golden State. He's not rushed. There's no pressure for him to come back from that injury. He can be, uh, as Spears said, 110% before he even steps on the court. All he has to do to get back to max level contracts is just to show he can run and jump again off of the injury. So in the meantime, not only is he going to be able to show that, but he's, he's going to be able to get a ring. He he probably gets along with these dudes. It's hard not to get along with Clay Thompson and Steph Curry. Oh, they're, they're they're brothers who make an art of that. Right, Doing right. the impossible. It might, but I'm just saying if if he can get if he can make it Newly anywhere, signed. he can make it there, right? Newly signed. And then so Newly then signed did in Marcus Cousins <laughs> last night in the club. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> right. But he's been – that's already been the case, right? But he can only move up from it, from where he is now. And he, he can go he – can, now he can say, I have a ring, I'm a good teammate, plus I'm healthy. He's going to get that money back. That's best case scenario. Best case. No, How about the worst case scenario? What's the wor- you give me the and, worst and, case. What's and, the worst and, case? And Bill, you know, kind of mentioned this. Three games in. <laughs> Three games. He's, compla- <laughs> he's complaining about not getting the touches. No. <laughs> they share the rock over there. Not with him. Not, not, the, <laughs> not enough. <laughs> not, not the way enough. he likes to share the rock. Man, we can uh, go on undefeated, me. Careful. DeMarcus, DeMarcus Cousins gets an offensive rebound. What is he going to do to push, it? Push it up court. <laughs> no, an offensive rebound. Is he going to kick it to somebody for a three, or nah, is he going to go he, back he up? He's going back up. Oh, boy, he's, all, he's an all-around player. Stop, man. Come on. Two dribbles, three dribbles. He's and you see him. Well, let's see this again. They say he's having words with Steve Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. I it, guess, it, can go, it can go sideways very easy with Boogie, and if it does – well, at least he's by the bay. He's, at least he's in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's pretty. It high. could go sideways, and they still win a championship. And and I right. This is not about the championship. Right. With or without Boogie for the third and year in a row, Golden like State is going to win. They got L. A. has has Lance Stevenson there. How's he? Yeah. I, I could just see him setting off Demarcus Cousins. I mean, just see he him wanna, getting thrown he, out. You want to you want to talk about combustible teams? What <laughs> what, the, what are the Lakers doing? Like you sign in, Yo. you sign in Lance Stevenson. He what he plays the same position as LeBron. You sign Rondo. Nobody, nobody plays, plays the same position. I mean, as he's, LeBron a, he's a small forward. He's not gonna. He's not. He's not a starter on that team. Lance Stevenson. You, yeah. You're giving him four million. You gave. LeBron, you gave you know Rondo LeBron money. Signed, you know LeBron signed off on that. I know. I don't understand what LeBron well, because, is thinking. But well, because he knows this guy's a competitor. It's he's the, the only guy that got to him. He said, "This guy, I want. Right. I don't want to play against this fool anymore. Put him on the team. All right. And it's, it's the all agitator team. He's gonna be <laughs> mad when he kick it out to him for three. I tell you that much. <laughs> he's not gonna shoot. Listen, I'm just telling you, man, he's kicked it out after what he did in Cleveland and kicked out. He said, nothing could be worse than that. Right. Nothing. At least I'm in L.A. My, my son's happy. My wife's happy. Even if I have a bad game, he wouldn't have broken his hand in L.A. He said, you know what? I'm going to go to the beach. Right. You know, I just walked down to the beach. You know. But, you know, all, all those signings, though, are all are all one-year deals. Mm. Right? So none of, none of those guys are going to be on the team most likely going into 2019. Right, but what are they doing for him this year? You really think those two are helping? They're not helping, but here's what they are. With Who's, LeBron, you talking Lance? Rondo and Steve. Rondo, and then JaVale yes. McGee they signed. For JaVale what? McGee. For what? <laughs> Here, he's here's seven the thing. Tall. I, listen, LeBron's still, because he's LeBron, with Kuzma and with Lonzo, that team could still make the playoffs. Lonzo. Oh, they're going to make the playoffs. Right? With like, Lonzo. He's good. What? 10 7 and 7 rookie year. That's Jason Kidd. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now he's Jason Kidd. I'm just as he's, a rookie. As a rookie, he, he, he's all right now. Now, 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 now. These, again, That's why they got Rondo. But p- part of the reason, again, where you have these one-year deals is when you move them, they're all expiring deals, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to get another player, you can say, "Here, take this gallery for for one year." What does year. that right. mean? Could you explain to people who don't give a damn? What is the expiring? <laughs> deal? No, no, I'm saying when you say an expiring contract. So it's 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 typical to similar to what the Nets did with getting rid of Mozgov, right? They brought in Dwight Howard. It was like, oh, they got Dwight. Bought him out, right? So, but with getting rid of Mozgov, you take that salary off the books, right? And so, but taking Dwight, that was an expiring because it was end. It ends at the end of this season. So now, when the season ends, that money disappears. Yeah, it adds cap space to the next for the right. next year. Mm-hmm. It's it's weird, but right, Dwight Howard. Now, <laughs> you talk about another brother, man. It's just completely, you know. I, 
You know, I mean, we'll, 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 I know we were going from the relevant to the totally irrelevant. <laughs> <Right>. Boogie! <laughs> Boogie, too. But now, Boogie could be, Dwight Howard could be uh, DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins could be headed, if he's not careful, he could be headed toward Dwight, uh, Dwight, Dwight Howard I mean, it's territory. Possible. It's possible. Really, I mean, I, and I think that is the issue with, in terms of his career. Yeah. See, and, I, and I think, Darrell, that's why I, I agree with um, – uh, with Jamal, I forget. I forget. <laughs> with Jamal, go, uh, about him going to try to basically he's trying to launder his career by going to there and gam- rolling the dice that I will not be Dwight Howard. Right. But it's all it's all it's all in his mind. And, and honestly, Bill, what you're saying is that has been Dwight's. I mean, sorry, Dwight Boogie's thing his whole career. It's between his ears. Right. And really, again, that's why I think Draymond and KD are so important. Draymond in particular, and also David West. Right. Veteran guys who are not going to take any snuff from from Boogie. The minute he says anything, just think about it. At New Orleans, who can really tell Boogie what to do? Not Anthony Davis. Oh, who? Hey, Drew. What? Drew Holiday ain't telling him what to do. Who's telling, right. who's telling Boogie what to do? He behaved. He be, behaved more in New Orleans, and he did he behave. Did. So why why are you why are you dissing him now? <laughs> because he's the boss. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Boogie. So, so that's part A. I remember shortly after the the injury too. We were we were in L. A. Uh, for the for the All Star weekend. weekend. Yeah. I spoke to Charles Barkley. We were talking about oh, Porzingis, and he said, "I'm not worried about Porzingis recovering. I'm more worried about Demarcus Cousins." And he expressed serious concern about him ever being the same player. And is it a work ethic thing or just just size-wise? It must be size. And and the injury, the Achilles. I I tore my Achilles in both legs. And thank God I I wasn't trying to play ball after that. (laughs) You know, I probably still haven't recovered. You know, I I didn't go through the the full uh, rehab, I don't think. That's a tough injury. It's a real injury. It's an easy six months plus. And, and you're right, the work ethic and all and that kind of stuff. But I mean, you know, just just one more thing about Dwight Howard. It was just kicking one. <laughs> See, the thing is, my 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 opinion of Dwight is that Dwight doesn't give a damn. I mean, well, in other words, he's still getting paid. That's the kind. Well, I mean, Kareem, I, remember we had Kareem on the show a couple of years ago, Abdul Jabbar. He talked, about and he that. said that. Right. You know, oh, he's, he, said, he said Dwight don't care. Yeah, he said Dwight doesn't care. He's like, I tried to work work with him. He just doesn't. He doesn't care oh. about getting better. He doesn't. No, no. I, I didn't know that piece. No, no. Oh, we're he, out he on doesn't. Now. And, and, and so you, all the stuff we talk about Dwight. Oh, he. As long as he's getting paid, he doesn't really care. I mean, I think some of the stuff eats up at people in, in a lot of different professions. You really care. You want to get the other people's a man. I, that's I, I'm getting paid. Cool. I'll show up in uh, New New Jersey. I'll show up here. I'll show up there. As long as somebody's foolish enough right. to pay me, I'll take it. You, right. you, you had Cap oh. want to work with him, and he said, no, nah, I'm good. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm out now. Now I'm all the way out on yeah. Dwight. Yeah, that, that, that's why when, when, when Kobe was all that kind of stuff. And you know what? For all we know, Dwight is the one who's got it right. He may have it right because he said, you know what? I make, you know, these all these rich white owners for the most part, except for, for Michael, you know, making all, you know they, they're making – why am I going to start banging my head against the floor and, and, and I want to get a better shovel to pick the hay and a better pick to plow the fields for master? But then I get there and they say, I steal all my money. I said, no, 
You pay me this money. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to give you as much effort as you give me, I hear that. which is zero. I hear you. You know, so he gives it with he, a he, smile. He, <laughs> he right, does smile. He, so he may really have it right as well as oh, I got to get better and I got to better. He said, man, these people don't care. As soon as you slow down your production, they're going to take you out the the, 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 the yard like old yellow and put a bullet in your right hand and say you got rabies <laughs> and go on to find another brother some, somewhere else. You know, so Dwight really may have it. Right. Maybe, maybe. But we got, I mean, on Cousins, I mean, he's a beast still. He's still a beast. What was, what was he averaging before he went down? 26 and 12. 26 and 12? I'll take, I'll take 70% of that. <laughs> DeMarcus is one of six players in NBA history mm. to average 20, 20 points, 10 rebounds, 5, five assists. assists yeah. Who is? Season. Cousins. Who? One of six people. Who? Cousins? DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> and you smashing him? <laughs> I don't understand. It's, it's, well, because he's hurt. It's oh, okay. a terrible injury. It's a terrible injury. And he does he have the... be the same again. Well, does he have the work ethic to come back? So, listen, I don't know how much time we left. Probably not. Probably much. none. But, you know, and, and then yeah, I think Mark had mentioned Houston. Another team to me, man, that, you know, again, God bless him. Uh, uh, what's the name? Is the is MVP of the league. James Harden. But it's got to be – they've got to change that the, the award because, <laughs> we, again, we man, post, yeah, postseason may be one of the worst careers. Or just the, hand it out earlier. Right? Yeah, hand it out. at the end. We'll have a regular season right. award. And then make a and second then, award. And then have a final yeah. award. Well, it is a regular season award. I mean, it is. No, but, well, right. but do it after the regular season right, award. Right. The regular season over – Having an award, quick, the most get it over quick. Yeah, quick. The most valuable player, <laughs> the most valuable player of the regular season, which means nothing, <laughs> is James Harden. Right, right. Now right. we're getting ready to get into the process, and we know that we'll, 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 we should give like the Casper Award. It should be a playoff. It should be a playoff MVP because LeBron would have got that every Not, year, separate yes. from the finals. Yes. It was he, he was who's the, the playoff, playoff MVP. MVP. Yes. There's no knock. Listen, there's no knock against James Harden. Yes, it is. Yeah, 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 actually, yeah. I, th- I think he just missed another three. Yeah, I think he's at the club right now. Yo, yeah, he's at the club. Did he go to the club this time immediately? Sure. Nah, after? He, I kept, he, he kept he, it on the low, nah, but I think he, he did. He went to Shanghai, man. He's got he's got Adidas Adidas stuff to do. Oh, he's, in Shanghai. he's partying out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but the same thing. It's like, oh, okay, let me get on the plane. I mean, it's like in other words, I guess we're spoiled by people like. Jordan, L- L- Joe, who you know really care about Ron, this stuff. LeBron. You know, Bill. Ru- There's a history of people you can look at, yeah. like uh, Bill Russell in his era. Uh, well, they say Wilt didn't really wasn't really torn up by this stuff. No, you he was, know, he was just averaging sixty and thirty. Yeah, he was like, what, what, "What more you want me to do?" I mean, I scored hundred points. I mean, yeah, we still lost. I mean, what? I mean, well, not a whole lot left I can do. He was, he was like, they, he was like, I I saw a stat the other day. And it, and it had the the uh, the numbers from I forget what year it was sixty one sixty two or something like that and uh, and Will averaged like it was fifty points and like twenty nine rebounds and they gave the MVP to Bill Russell right. averaging eighteen right. and fifteen. Like, I was like, like, what? What you want me to do? I'm like dominating this league. Like, well, you but know? you're seven feet tall. You're taller than everybody. You're supposed to you're supposed to beat the whole Celtic team by yourself. Uh, oh, you know, God. it's interesting you brought up Houston though, Bill, because. Everyone, and Jamal, we talked about this on Twitter often, everybody's freaking out about this inevitable thing. Yo, Golden State was on the ropes. Houston had these fools dead to rights. They did. Chris Paul does not get injured. I'm pretty sure but, Houston wins that series. But but, but Chris Paul did get I, injured. I know and, 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 Which and is part of his DNA, This is too. part of his DNA. Mm-hmm. See, some players, I remember there was a chapter in Kareem's book, or Pat Riley's book, uh, and he was talking about, 
how uh, they he you know they were playing somebody and it was a key shot in the playoffs. It was a key shot and they left Riley wide open and then he missed the shot. <laughs> and he and, and he told Kareem, you know, Kareem, man, you know, I feel something I was open to Kareem said something like, Yeah, well that's why you were open. Because <laughs> they knew that you were gonna miss the shot. And I think it's something some places it could be Chris, Chris Ball Paul will get hurt every year. They know you know what? It, it's not we but there's something in it that it, when, when at happen. the moment of truth Something like where at the moment of truth, people like a Kareem at the mm-hmm. moment of truth, it that stuff did not happen. Right. No. Jordan right. Monte did not happen. That's LeBron right. Monte did not Even happen. Isaiah. Isaiah, Isaiah. Kobe, mm-hmm. Kobe. Kobe at the moment of truth did Isaiah, not happen. Isaiah scored twenty something points in the fourth on a broken leg. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's and it's just so 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 with Chris Paul, moment of truth, I mean, great it's, it's gonna happen. Right. If it could happen, it's 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 gonna happen. And there's a lot of people who believe even if Chris Paul was hurt. They I mean, find a way. They would I, find may, I kind way. of believe that they would have found a way to right. lose. Absolutely, because yeah. Harden would have even disappeared even more. <laughs> right. <I> mean, <laughs> but, but think about the two things, though. Right, a Chris Ball injury, which we say is you know almost a certain, but also they had a historic night in the negative trend from three. They missed 27 threes in a row. Yeah. Right. And they still had a chance. Despite all that, they were still within single digits. Right. And that, and that takes it to me back to Golden State. You know, they were on the brink in that series. You know, with with the the team they had, everybody you know said they were they were unbeatable. They still were on the brink of losing. So you know they needed to add Boogie Cousins. They they needed they needed something big. Some toughness, you know, because yeah. because, because the thing about Golden State is in the playoffs and when it's crunch time, who are the people you know you can count on a hundred percent will score when they got to score? KD and Steph, right? Mm-hmm. You sure about Clay Thompson? Not Clay, every game. Clay, yeah. Yeah. You, you sure about Draymond Green? I'm oh, he's not sure. scoring. I'm yeah. actually more sure about Clay than I am Steph. <laughs> okay. What? So you see, so you got uh, that right. So I mean, hmm. it isn't a guarantee, and I'm not wishing this. So please, nobody put this out there. But one injury happens, and guess what? Right, they injuries, ain't nothing. Injuries. So, They've been they lucky get, with but that. That's yeah, every yeah, team in the league. Right. That's that's every team. And they in got the three rings. Listen, yeah. If they if they stop, if they don't win another championship, right, whatever, they still go down. They, they they'll go down as one of the great. They had a good run, right? And this is run. I mean, nobody's going to be like the Celtics with eleven no, titles. No, no. So uh, they've done in this era. They again. I think it's it's some piece. I mean, you want to win another one, but if they don't, if if their run ends like next year or whatever, you look big in history books and you know what? In this four year period, they were great. And now you wonder, well, who's going to be the next? Who, who's going to be? And, and to me, I'd vote for L.A. because the the history of that franchise suggests that it's just a matter of time. Yeah, it was from when they moved from Minneapolis. To Los Angeles, to, Los yeah. Angeles yep. to the cha- to the Jerry West and th- that era, to the Chamberlain West era, to the Kareem. The, the history of that franchise suggests that is cyclical. And I think now with LeBron coming there, it's probably yeah. going to be another cycle. I think he gets his fourth. And I think uh, we we said that even with if they win another championship with LeBron, to me he leapfrogs over Jordan as the greatest of all time because now you you've led four. Is it four? Three. Three, Three different franchises. Mm-hmm. You go on to Miami, mm-hmm. Cleveland, mm-hmm. which you count as two. Yeah, <laughs> and then L.A. Nah, if you do that, man, I mean, I think to me it's over that, that you are the best. And best. we talk about, I mean, you know, whatever the GOAT conversation is, but when when his what his stat line is going to look like when he when he hangs it up, he's from, from the numbers he's going to look like the GOAT because he's going to be, gonna be, gonna be one, two, one, two in points. He's going to be. 
top whatever and one two three and assists, assists all that and yeah. rebounds he's, like he's, numbers when it's all said and done you just look at the numbers yes yeah. you're gonna be like oh right. this and the beauty and the beauty of this if Kawhi does come right oh man and I think out. LeBron is at the point where he does not have to like lift every brick. Right. If he could trust, and he knows he could trust Kawhi. Right. And Kawhi is not the kind of guy, he's not like no. Kyrie. Right. Where there's a lot of just drama, you know, mm-hmm. drama and that kind of stuff. That you could basically say he's a sidekick that is cool. I could, right. I a could great sidekick. I could even turn it over. Right. Because he's going to say, no, LeBron, you take it. Right. He said, no, 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 Kawhi, listen, man. <laughs> as opposed to Kyrie trying to steal the shit at night. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right. Who took my tape? I was just kind of, I just want to see how it fit. <laughs> right. You know, or, right. Where, where, where Kyrie, I mean, uh, Kawhi, Kawhi yeah. would be the kind of yeah. guy that you'd have to say, no, man, let's go ahead and just be. Yeah, do you. Do please. You, be great. Look, please the, uh, do it. The, the balance of power shifts in this league sort of sometimes at a dime, right? right. Well, next thing you know, you're like, how do these guys get here? Like we talked about Golden State. If they win their third title this year, they're fourth and five. I could easily see a scenario where Durant, it's his third title, third finals MVP. He's like, you know what? I'm opting out one year. I'm going somewhere. Right. Right. He's out. The breakup of that team starts. Right, but right. then that's another great uh, thing. Uh, one of the reasons they got uh, Boogie right. is because, let's say, Durant one of those leaves. guys, right. Clay's contract is up, Draymond's contract is up. Now you mm-hmm. have a relationship with Boogie already. You can be like, all right, Draymond, peace. If you want to bounce, you want the you want the max, go ahead. We'll just, we'll just re-sign Boogie. You, you know, yeah. Now, that's, actually, that's you know? actually a great move. Like, it's almost that move we're talking about with the movement to L.A. Now, we're with the movement to Draymond. Right. He said, there's no gun to your head, but the gun's on the table. So <laughs> if you want to start doing that, and we're letting this guy heal up, Right. Yeah, and it's so funny to remind. It's like we're gonna make you work, Draymond, so that this guy can replace you. Right. So and he was election. and he was integral in, in bringing oh, cousins yes, he in. Was. Right. So him, you him know, and KD. We'll see how sure. that works out in, in right. the long run. Yeah, that's right. So I think we're done, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because you know what? <laughs> We've not talked any. To me, I, I was talking to uh, uh, Zach Lowe, who's right. on the podcast, uh-huh. and um, yeah, we were talking about um, the hell. What are we talking about? Uh, what we were talking about, oh, how the, to, to me, the headline of this whole stuff is that we've not even mentioned the NFL, is that the NBA has succeeded for, for maybe two years now mm. to really being in that in that news cycle. And we even have to talk about the NFL. Cause we're, and we're in the off season. Right. And right. the NFL usually. We got summer league. People more, I want to watch. I'm looking forward to the summer league games. games I'm not thinking about I'm not thinking about the NFL preseason, I mean, you know, preseason. Training camps coming. You excited for that, D? Except we will be. <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll be there. The yeah. NFL, don't, do I'm not be deceived by this. Well, you know, we're, we'll be credentialed, so that, that's, a, that's an excuse to watch the games, because otherwise we might have to boycott. What? I would boycott. That, see, man, why are you, I mean, you wouldn't. You would not boycott? No. Why not? No, shit, I mean, it would be different if the NFL players, if, if Jenkins and them, mm-hmm. if they was down with, like, boycott. They said, man, we're we done. You know, we, we got the money. You know, we, we got the dough. We got the hush money. You know, well, it'd be the different if money. the players, if the players were like, boy, not, not, they're not. They're but like, Sherman, Sherman, remember, uh, Sherman said from from uh, Seattle said to you, he was like, why, why are you asking us to do everything? The, the can't fans even can't even, can't, fans can't even not watch the yeah. games. Yeah, so that's I, said, I can't even boycott. I mean, you <laughs> and know, I, and I boycotted it last year, and. I who was knew, uncertain. Who knew you were gone? And I'm not saying right. that. And I, I'm not saying. And that could be for me if I wouldn't. Right. I mean, who knew you weren't there? Right. And I wasn't the only one. But but for me, I, actually, it was Dick Gregory passing away mm. that inspired my personal boycott because his son wrote 
uh, how about you do? How about you suffer a little discomfort in your life for someone who did it his whole life to help better the lives of other people? And reading that for me mm. was the reason why I would boycott last year. So are you going to boycott again this year? You know what? I honestly, I didn't miss the NFL as much as I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um, I did other stuff, uh, including visiting my family in Baltimore. Well, I'm definitely I'm watching football instead of visiting family. Bit, like. no, I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> just joking, fam. I mean, pro- product-wise, though, can any of us argue that the product that is put out on the field in the NFL is better than the NBA it product? It is, because you know what? Because you're absolutely right. Because if we're just talking about we're not talking about standards, you know, Every week, you just never know who's going to win. Where the NBA, you go into the NBA season and you figure there are about four teams, what, five maybe, that can compete for a championship. I mean, it's the same with the NFL, though. You know the Patriots come out of the AFC. That's the only <laughs> thing you know, though. I mean, right. Yeah, I mean, week to it's week. It's easier to, in the NFL to go from uh, worst to first. Philadelphia Eagles did it last year, if I'm not mistaken. Right. right. Uh, they were in last place in 2016. Won it all in 2017. So the NFL is definitely uh, more competitive, whereas and if just, you're in any of those. Uh, and the game and the game itself, people like to see, uh, I guess, like beating hell out of each other. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, we don't. Nobody wants. Oh, we can't do. People love that, right? Because it's no. You know, I mean, there's some high-minded people. Oh my God, what kind of society can we do? We live in. Well, it's the same society that has us. In right. like five countries, right. stealing all that shit, right. and like right. burning down villages. Right. You know, right. don't and, and got, don't don't and, look at the small, look loves, at the big things. And loves guns more than anything yeah. else. Loves guns more loves than anything guns. else. That this is a society where where kids can get murdered in class by by weapons wielding, and and we and don't change not one law, not one law, <laughs> not one law. So don't see. And that's how we do. Right. We pick on. The little NFL team where it gives a lot of young black men the opportunity to make a living. And oh my God. But yet you don't say, oh my God, when we've got, we were one of the most violent societies in the history of mankind. Right. We, 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 we are like somebody there, like Walter Beasley. We are one of the greatest, we've replaced ancient Rome with one of the greatest killing machines in the history of the world. Right. But yet you have these oh my God, the NFL, that ain't our problem. Right. The NFL is not our problem. Right. It's not the biggest problem in no. the world. No, it's sure. not no, the no, biggest no. that ain't the biggest problem. On that note. <laughs> 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 hey listen man, thank you guys for making time to come, albeit late. Uh, Damn, man. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, no, that, I, I will do it at the very end. I was, <laughs> I was outside, man, knocking on the door. Oh, you know what? Security is deep in here. No, 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 no. You know what? That's not you. It's our fault. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good. our fault. All good. But I'm good. glad you were here. You contributed mightily. <laughs> you could be like Draymond Green. Draymond, you really contributed. We can't That's thank it. you enough. We, we, we see you later. <laughs> we can't thank you enough for your service. Boogie! <laughs> My man! <laughs> Did you read Forty Million Dollar Slave, Draymond? <laughs> By the great Bill Roden, excellent book. Oh God! Hey, thank you guys, Daryl. Thank you very much, no Jamal. As always, yeah. you're the best. Yeah. You know, we got this great group here. Dissemble this great group. This is, by the way, man. This is really the formula. People are talking about the sports reporters. One of the great things about the sports board, what we're trying to duplicate here, mm-hmm. is that. Um, you know, it was basically a, a a a show driven by reporters, smart, young reporters with like you know kind of a, a veteran guy. You used to call old head, but a veteran guy, 
and three really smart young reporters talking intelligently about issues. And um, and 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 I think with also young black reporters. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think that's a thing that people want to hear: independent, independent voices. You know, not sort of clones. Right. You know, so uh, you know, keep bringing it. We're taking over. <laughs> <laughs> if, if I could add one thing. Um, what did you? Are you gonna ask? Yes, you could add. Last time yes, I was on add. on the show. Yeah about some of the young players mm. uh, in their financial situation. Mo Bamba, who's a proud Harlemite, just like uh, Texas. Uh, Texas. Bill and myself, uh, did not get an agent. So he, mm. he was drafted in, an, in the uh, NBA draft of the Orlando Magic and did not sign with an agent. Right. So he's representing himself. Him. And at the draft, he was asked the question about, is he going to uh, hire advisors to help him with investments? He actually said, I know what my first investment is going to be, and it's going to be real estate. Yep. And he talked about, I want to be smart with my money. Mm-hmm. So I, I loved hearing that from a mm-hmm. young black man, mm-hmm. but the fact that he's from Harlem just made me even more proud. <laughs> oh. Uptown, uptown. <laughs> yeah, see, people might say, see, guys, he's a, yeah, it's a troublemaker. He's a troublemaker. Oh, well, yeah, he's a troublemaker he's a for, the, for the powers that be. The powers that be, wait a minute, this guy, you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Bob, like, Bob is a special dude, very I, smart I, I, guy. I like Mo a lot. I, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I don't love that he's in Orlando, but you know, right. you, can't, you can't help what you're drafted. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully <laughs> yeah. he makes it out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys, uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.